Appreciate you listening to News Talk 830 WCCO this afternoon. Chad Hartman is gone today. My name is Chris Eggert. I'm with Five Eyewitness News. For those of you who have uh, texted and uh, wondering who the heck that guy is on the radio right now, <laughs> uh, my normal job is doing the news over at uh, Channel 5, and I've been up since 3, so if I'm starting to sound like I'm a little uh, out of it, time for another cup of coffee. Yes. <laughs> this is nap time normally. Hit that coffee machine. This is normally nap time. So, hey, glad to be with you today. This is a very cool opportunity to hang out. I wanted you guys to meet somebody who I just got connected with in the last couple of days, and this guy's work is so so incredible and impressive. I, I just want to help to spread the word about him. His name is Nathan Clock. He's a photographer based in Minnesota, and uh, you probably have seen his pictures floating around on social media the last couple of days, in particular a shot that he took on Lake Superior. And it is a uh, ship, and it's got sea smoke all around it, and it, I, there's no more quintessential Duluth North Shore kind of picture than uh, the one I'm talking about right now. So, Nathan, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. So tell us a little bit about how you are able to capture some of the, the photos that you take, because this is, this is, not, this is not luck, right? You, you've got to really plot this stuff out. Yeah, a lot of times um, it can be luck, but a lot of times it is uh, planning it out. Sometimes when I do see where it's going to be, feeling like 30 below, such as the shot that you're referencing with the ship. Um, I travel to those harsh environments. So I always love to go up to Minnesota's North Shore on Lake Superior, especially to um, capture the sea smoke, capture the icy formations, and just see the wild things that that big lake can um, help you produce with photos. I know I'm asking everyone at home to sort of use their imagination for a second because we're, we're radio and we're not television, so we're not exactly showing you. But your Instagram mm-hmm. page is at n clock k-l-o-k photo that's on instagram how popular is your instagram page i imagine you're getting like thousands and thousands of views yeah it's been uh, pretty popular lately um those photos of the sea smoke have been helping one thing that gave me a couple thousand followers within the past month um was when i went up to shoot photos and videos at tataguchi state park um in silver bay with big waves that were coming in um when you get these big 20-foot waves coming in and they crash off the shore they spill like sometimes 20, 30 feet over my head and you're on top of an already massive cliff. So yeah, you, it's cold and it's wet, but it is some of the most hardcore and gnarly conditions you can put yourself in as a photographer for sure. Well, you're taking a fair amount of gear up there, just logistically getting in a position mm-hmm. to take that. I mean, you're, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're, you're like risking your life in some of these cases. Uh, yeah, um, that's, that's an easy way of putting it. But no, you definitely want to be safe. Um, yeah, always make sure that you have somebody there with you. Always make sure that you tell somebody where you're going. Um, check in constantly, but be safe about it. Um, be smart about it. Um, the areas that I do go to, I frequent a lot, so I do know the conditions in all times of day and all seasons, so that does help. But yeah, um, the risk factor is there, but Again, just be smart about it and have fun. So the drone photography has a lot of your drone pictures here are, are really amazing. There's a cool shot of the lift bridge and you've got the, the background and the sky is all lit up at sunrise. You had to get yourself in the right position at the right time to get that picture. And you also have to be a drone pilot, which is which is not an easy thing. Tell us about mm-hmm. the challenges of taking pictures using a drone. 
Yeah, so especially with those photos recently where um, it was even more challenging is when it is 30 below, you need to take a lot more things into consideration, such as the temperature of your drone's battery because you don't want to start it when it's uh, too cold. could potentially fall out of the sky at that point, but you also need to make sure that you yourself are properly dressed, have um, gloves and stuff on that you can operate a controller, um, a phone screen, and anything else too. But yeah, the big things as well is just make sure to watch out for um, potential other drone pilots in the air. We had a couple um, of other people who were flying at that time, and we were all uh, Part 107 pilots through the FAA, um, so being able to capture some great things through that. Um, plus also just making sure that we are well aware of our surroundings, um, the Duluth Aero Lift Bridge, which was there, and the ship itself. But yeah, flying a drone is incredibly rewarding. Um, you can get some incredible views from the air um, that you can't see from the ground. And it just helps uh, tell a story um, in a better way. You're listening to Nathan Clock. He is a Minnesota-based photographer. Takes some absolutely stunning pictures of landscapes. Northern Minnesota in particular. I know you also take pictures of, of other parts of Minnesota and other parts of the world. Nathan, you had an opportunity at a pretty young age to sort of get exposure to the rest of the world. And has that sort of opened your eyes to the, the beauty of photography? Yeah, that's what initially started it. Um, with my dad working for the airlines, uh, before I graduated college, I had flight benefits. Um, so through that, I was able to travel to two-thirds of the United States and 15 countries. So being able to see the world was incredible. But yeah, once I did lose those, um, I turned my eyes north and I've been visiting uh, the North Shore of Minnesota since because it offers just as many beautiful sites, um, if not more. But yeah, Minnesota... Um, is definitely up there in one of the most beautiful places on earth. Nathan Clock, his Instagram handle is N-K-L-O-K photo, so you can check out some of his work. Uh, some of the pictures that you've taken of, of Split Rock are are so impressive, and I know that you've got sort of a special relationship with some of the folks who run Split Rock that helps you to be able to, to get there and to be able to capture these like really amazing vantage points. But explain the mm -hmm. kind of precision that has to go in. Let's say you're trying to take a picture of Split Rock and you know there's going to be a full moon. And you want to mm -hmm. plan that out perfectly so the moon is placed exactly where you want it to be. How much work does it take to even get yourself in a position for that photo? Uh, a lot of work. A lot of it, it can be done through uh, pre-planning apps. Um, for example, one that I'll use on my phone is called Plan It Pro. Uh, that gives me a 3D um model of the lighthouse and it will also give me the night sky and the moon behind it so um there is going to be a great opportunity coming up um this weekend generally like thursday night friday night saturday night um if the skies are clear where the moon will be able to be right behind the lighthouse and you'll be able to see that just west of ellington island at split rock lighthouse state park um, the only downside even with all this planning you have to make sure that the water crop uh, cooperates with you um, but yeah, the whole entire thing about that is even if by chance you do get skunked on, um, not adding your shot turnout, just know, Hey, there's going to be another opportunity or how can you change it up? And if it doesn't work out, go back next year. I know you also like to take pictures of the Northern lights and the Aurora mm -hmm. is going to be pretty active over the next several days. Unfortunately for a lot of us in the state of Minnesota, you're probably not going to see it because of the cloud cover. Uh, talk about being able to take pictures of the Aurora, because I think there are some people who never 
have even seen the aurora, and you're taking some mm-hmm. just remarkable pictures. They don't even look like they're real, the way the sky is lit up with greens and, and the colors and the purples. Yeah, the aurora is absolutely one of the most cool and most ethereal things that you can see in your life, and it can be life-changing. Um, best way to be plugged into on knowing when it's going to happen is to be a part of groups on Facebook, um, but the Space Weather community. Also, you can get apps such as Space Weather Live that will let you know when, um, like a solar storm might be coming from the sun and when to expect increased solar winds. Um, a good resource as well to check on uh, for Minnesota residents in particular, and especially if you're in northern Minnesota, there is a all-sky cam which um, can view a full 180-degree view of the sky. Um, that's up on the Dunflint Trail, and I believe that's run by the U of M up in Duluth. Um, I forget the exact name of it, but definitely check out um, the all-sky cams and um, check out space weather data off of apps. Well, Nathan, I sure encourage folks who are listening right now to be able to check you out again on social media. It is at N-K-L-O-K photo. That's on Instagram. And how can they find your website? And you also have... Uh, you also sell some of your prints. Can people do that on your website? Yes. Yeah, so my website is um, nclockphoto.com, spelling that out, nklokphoto.com. Um, and as well, for all the listeners out there, you can get a 25% discount on my prints uh, through the end of the month. To utilize that, use code WCCO at checkout. Oh, nice, Nathan. Well, thanks so much for doing that. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, thanks for talking to us. Good luck and uh, happy hunting, as they say, as you're, you're getting out and taking, again, these amazing pictures. So good stuff. Good to talk to you. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on. Take care. All right. Still ahead here on WCCO 830, we are going to talk about something that I thought everybody in the world was aware of, Stanley Cups. Not, not, the, not the one that the Wild will probably not be getting this year. Not that kind of a Stanley Cup. A insulated water cup, the Stanley. The one that many people view now as much more important than the Stanley Cup. Uh, there are some. <laughs> there are some. There are many. Who've gone to great lengths mm-hmm. to be able to get as many of those Stanley Cups as they can. So we'll have that for you in a little bit. Time is 144. You're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO.